Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Hello, mindset friends. And hello, Lindsay. I missed you. Lindsay's been on spring break and uh, we haven't podcasted together for a minute. So right be- right off the bat, tell me about your trip. We haven't talked about that yet. Hi. Where'd you go? What'd you do? Who are you with? Does the um, sun still exist? Did you bring oh it? Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I wish I brought it. Actually, it is sunny today. Um, hi, Christy. We're Zooming, hoping to be in person soon. And yes, we went to Florida. We want, went to Pompano Beach, which is by Fort Lauderdale. I was telling everybody Pompano, though, so I was saying it wrong. It was Pompano. Um, it was lovely. We saw the ocean, pool, ate, repeat. <laughs> that was pretty much our trip, but it was, that was, it was awesome. really nice. Yeah. My aunt and, um, I have a cousin and her kids live close by. So we got to see them for one night and get dinner with them. Um, but really we were just chasing the sunshine. That was our goal for the week. It was, I like, love that. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it was just your like family, your boys and your husband. Um, we went with some of our best friends who also have three kids. So it was five boys and a cool gal that can hang with all the boys. So my friend, That's awesome. yeah, yeah. So we've done a couple. And did you all stay in the same house or what were your, yeah, we did. We all stayed in the same house and it was nice. We did. I don't know how everybody else likes to vacation, but we did a nice mix of cooking and grilling and eating out at restaurants. And I don't know, it's just nice when you find people you can travel with and it just flows really easily. It just felt like, like Rachel and I would wake up kind of early. We both like to work out. So we would really working out together, but doing different things, but it was just like, it was great. It was perfect. I love that. Yeah. Beach walk. Are you a beach walker? You know, I did a few beach walks, but we did some, we just worked out in the morning. And then, um, honestly, I had to keep an eye on three wild ones in the ocean. So I don't walk too far away when I'm with my parents and we have more adults, the ratio to adults needs to be higher for me to enjoy a long beach walk. Adults. Because the boys are just like trying to swim out to the cruise ships or what? Like, yeah, what? yeah, they're yeah. all just pretty adventurous. So I have to rein them in. <laughs> <laughs> there was a tide warning the first day, like high tide warning. So, you know, when they yeah. have the flags, and I was kind of psycho and I was like, ah! so, anyways, um, that thank God was not the whole week, or my kids would have been like, This is not fun. Um, but I didn't really realize like when we were little at the ocean, I feel now looking back, like my parents were really chill. I am not chill by the ocean. And I think it is because my kids are pretty adventurous, so they just want to keep swimming and swimming and swimming. And um, the thing about the ocean, it's so awesome, but I think everyone needs to have a healthy fear of the ocean. Oh, you know? for sure. And not yes. sure that my kids have that. At least two of them don't have it. So anyways, it was nice, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I was on. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have a tendency to not have a healthy fear of anything. And Seth is the exact opposite. He's very risk adverse. And so we make a good couple. But um, when we, I was on a girl's trip with my sister and my mom and we went to, uh, we were in the Keys and we did like a boating day where we went out um, and it was these two women and they took us out on a boat and it was so fun. And they like lived on a boat. Like they were like die hard, like boat people and, yeah. and like very cool. Like she had dreadlocks. She was just like a cool girl, you know, she like did all the things on this, on the sailing all the time, man, my words are not coming to me this morning. But anyway, she said, and it, and it clicked in me. She had lost a friend at sea, like they died. And she was like, the ocean doesn't give a shit about you. Like it will swallow you up. Like you have to be so aware of that because, and, and I thought about it for a second. I'm like, she was like, it's the most beautiful thing in the world, but it does not give a shit about you. And I, and I was like, oh gosh, like, oh gosh, you're right. It does not. Mm-hmm. And it and it gave me a healthy fear because I had never really, I mean, that sounds, it's not anything like wild. I just had never thought of it that way, you know? Yeah, I didn't either. When we were little, we would just, and it's not because my parents, my parents were like engaged in their around, you know, but I just don't remember there being panic around us swimming. I might've also not been so I think I was pretty fearless but I don't think I would go out unless my dad was around me or whatever you know like too far um but you're right I think you know it's like this vast body of water and it's not a swimming pool and I want my kids to understand that but yeah it's wild yes for sure was the temperature nice though like to get in and swim yeah it was kind of cool but you know just gotta run in and jump I usually yeah. tiptoe my way in. I know that's not the best way. And so by the end of the week, I was just like, you know, got to run in. You got to do it. But yeah, um, well, it looked like you guys had so much fun. In yeah, the it was fun. Thank you. I yeah, am. Was- I'm just at that point in Ohio. This happens to me every March where I just, I feel like I know that summer is coming and spring and the weather's going to warm up, but it just also feels like it's never going to happen. Like, I don't actually believe that the sun is going to come back out. Like, and I also every summer look down at my tan lines and I'm like, oh my gosh, can you, isn't it so wild that in winter, my whole body is the color of what's under my suit. Mm-hmm. And I, and every summer I'm like, there's no way. And then here I am, the whole body is the color. My whole body is the color of what's underneath my tan lines usually. And it's, I'm ready for tan lines. I'm ready for not yeah. see-through skin. Well, and that, this is a whole nother topic. A healthy fear, not fear. A healthy of the sun. understanding of the sun. Um, yeah. I follow so many like health gurus and stuff that, um, you know, like talk about the dangers of, <laughs> this is a rabbit hole. But a lot of sunscreens have chemicals down, down. <laughs> to the rabbit hole. Some, you know, chemical sunscreens, blah, 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 blah. But here's mm-hmm. my reality. If I don't have sunscreen and two of my children, we will burn so bad. And that's another thing, like our little virgin white skin out there, it was like attracting every ray of the sun. And so I think part of it is um, that too, like, 
I get where people are saying. And I think once you have a base, you can kind of go a little bit more with sun exposure, but you know, just, you just got to Spring break is always such a doozy because you come into it literally, at, le- at least if you're from Ohio, you come into spring break so fair, you know, you're so just fair. asking. And so like you have no base unless you've done some prep work before you go. And by that, I mean like going tanning, which does anyone do that anymore? I don't even know. But anyway, no. um, you know, you're so vulnerable on spring oh, yeah. right? And you're also like, it's like the perfect storm because you're so excited to be in the sun. And then, and then it's like, boom, like it hits you quick. And especially when you're that far South, like, um, that sun is strong, you know? Yeah, it was, it was really strong. And the other, it was funny because we were in a place that had a lot of locals and, um, so everybody looked like they have been in the sun for a long time. Like, you know, that movie, something about Mary, the mom, where she was like leather skin. It was like that. (laughs) And so I felt like we were just trying. All the locals were like, oh, look at that family from Ohio. Look at that pale, (laughs) pale fam. Um, but yeah, I can give me, give me till July and then I can blend in better, but yeah, it was fun. Back to your sun topic. I I think I've talked about this up on here before, but I love the, is it the D, D, what is that? D minder? D minder app. Love the D minder app because you can safely, it tells you how, based on your location, how long you can safely be in the sun uncovered with any SPF or clothing. And then it tells you when to like cover up. And I love that because it is important to get that sun for mm-hmm. our vitamin D levels or mental health and all the things. The sun, it's like, it totally structures and manages all of our hormones. So we need it, but yeah, then we need to cover So my up. understanding of all of that is when we don't have sun protection, AKA SPF on us, our body can absorb the vitamin D from the sun. But then there's a point where for most people, we have to put sun protection SPF on to safely be in the sun for that remainder. Right. So our body, like it's like 20 minutes or something usually. Well, it's different based on like your skin type and where you're located and what time of day. So there's all those different factors. And that's why I like that app because trying to manage that on your own is a lot to think through when you're just trying to sit outside. So you just bop that app on, you answer a couple questions about like your skin type where you're located, what time of day it is. And then it does all that work for you. So perfect. I'll do it this summer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of tells you, then it kind of tells you like, um, if you've gotten a healthy, like levels over the season to maintain your adequate vitamin D levels. Anyway, it's a cool app for sure. And it's free. So check it, check it, check it, check Um, it. Well, wait, when I was gone, what were you guys up to? Did I miss anything? Oh gosh. Well, um, I don't know like what happened in the real world. I feel like I live under a rock and I like it. <laughs> I'm not bad. Um, we have just been um hanging out, like planning our farm. We decided um that we are really gonna try to pursue some short-term rental property or building some short-term rental structures on our land like soon. And so, um, we are just getting all of those estimates. Like we need septic systems and electric lines ran and, um, water. And, um, so just working on getting all those quotes to then be able to like make a business plan and go to a bank and say, Hey, like, can you give us a 
whatever. We're just trying to figure out the financing for all of that. Um, Are you thinking Airbnb type stuff? Yeah. So what I would love, okay. So like the box hop, if you're from Columbus, you know, Lindsay and I both talked about the box hop on here before. I'm, did you book box hop on Airbnb or did you book it from? I, I booked even... it through their site, but I okay. think originally I, you know, found them on Airbnb. I mean, I think they are on Airbnb, but they're so well known and they do so well that they don't even have to be on Airbnb. They have their own site. Mm-hmm. So my dream is to bypass Airbnb because I have mixed feelings about Airbnb. They take a lot of fees and they yeah. add a lot of fees to the consumer and they just kind of stink, but I, it's a necessary evil. I use them. I just, they bought, they really bother me. Um, so I would love to be able to do our own site, but we got to like really market ourselves then to do that. Um, but yes, it would be a short-term rental stay like that. So, whoa, that's so exciting More to come. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so we've just been working on that kind of stuff and I've been raising up our ducks. Our ducks are like ready to go outside. Um, and yeah, just doing all the farm stuff. It feels like real legit, like farm stuff. I'm trying to plant our garden and get all the seeds in the ground. And so just doing is that. Kind Ruby, of is Ruby loving her farm homeschool life? I mean, she has to she, be learning so much. She is. She's loving it. It's just, I also think she's, she's loving it for sure. And she does not want to go to school. However, she also is bored all day. Like she wants to play with the neighbor all day and the neighbors at school all day. And, she, and then, you know, like she just wants a friend. And so I'm still trying to figure out next year because I don't know what to do. It's so hard, but I'll figure it out. Well, you're exploring your options. Yeah. You have time. Yep, we do. And I mean, not that you want to pull Lindsay, but you can always just switch whenever you, whenever you want. It's free country. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I think I've thought about that a million times. Like, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you like that. We talked about that because I feel like I have that safety net. If I did decide to homeschool her next year, like I can just throw her into kindergarten halfway through the year and she would be fine. Like, Rock you know, in. she'll be just fine. <laughs> just toss her right in. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh-huh. I mean, that like we've talked about it a hundred times on here and off, but, um, it's like, there's no one size fits all, you know? And so you either find your groove and you're like, oh my gosh, this is us for sure for right now. Um, you know, and then you just ride that wave until you don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. We still talk about, I did go check out a co-op while you were gone. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I want to talk about that, but I want to talk can we talk about that offline? Sorry, listeners, but <laughs> I need to talk about that offline. But we checked out a co-op and I did really like it. And so I, I do feel like we would have tons of socialization if we decide to go that route. So yeah, stay wait, really quick though, for people who are like, just not in the know about homeschool co-ops oh, yeah. are for groups of families that come and they usually meet about like once a week, sometimes twice. Um, some of them are really academically centered. Some of them are just to get together and play, but co-ops are kind of like small groups at church. Like you visit and literally have no idea how you're going to feel, what's going to go down, who are, who's there. And you kind of feel this like awkward 
just like, should do I have to commit to this because I went once? Or I don't know. It's just kind of a funny thing. It's like you're checking out somebody's, you know, like private church life or something. Very personal. Yeah. yeah. It felt it felt very personal and it felt very much like Yes. Like you're walking into a small church or like a small, like, do you ever feel like when you walk into those like small clothing boutiques, like you feel like you have to buy something because it's such a small store and you're like, I can't walk out of here empty handed. I am a huge jerk. Um, it was that kind of feeling of like, like, I need to buy something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's different. And like all that to say, it's really tricky, I think, to find your space in the homeschool world if you want to do it with other people and community, because it's just different vibes and different feelings. And everybody has different um, different ways they homeschool. Like if you want to go down a rabbit hole, check out all the ways people homeschool. There's like, oh, it's wild. I mean, it's really cool, but yeah, you know, there's just so it's many a whole ways. other world mm-hmm. for sure. And a cool world, but just can can be overwhelming. I feel that way also, like we're trying to find a new church in Logan. It's the same feeling. Like, and I just, it's kind of cool. We just keep throwing ourselves into these situations. I feel like it creates a really like, I don't know, makes you a cool person to just like go vulnerably into all these spaces, but it's also so hard, like Mm -hmm. so hard. So yeah both of those things are a work in progress for us. So we yeah, have not being found the, the, new, the new crew is not easy, but like you always said, like flexing that muscle of being like, you know what, who knows? There could be a million other people that just moved in or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. And, and even though we're all different, we all bring something so cool to the table and we all put our pants on the same way every morning. Like we're all human. And so I always remind myself that when I go into a new uncomfortable place, like I have cool things to offer, even if it's not the things at the classical conversations co-op in Athens, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about April. Cause it's almost April and April we have a new Lord. challenge. You guys, I have to tell you something and I feel bad because I'm like the co-host of this podcast, but I totally did not do a very good job with my challenge last month. And I'm sad about it because I like that challenge. I just, it was just one more thing that I had to say. It was low on my priority list and I had to push it aside. But I hope you guys all sent letters and messages of um, gratitude and love to all your friends and family because I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I found it more challenging to execute than I thought. Mm -hmm. I had better intentions. I still have that card in my car for you from two months ago. I oh. think it says like, congratulations on your new home. Oh, so I feel like I had good intentions, but, um, I did, I did a few cards. I did some notes and stuff, but I'm with you. It was a little, I, th- I think because there was like a component of having to like get it out somewhere and not just make your debate, like something that I could just fulfill right away. I don't know what it was. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Here's the thing though. What I do love about that is just being more mindful about writing cards in general. It doesn't have to yeah. be 30 days in a row. No, it doesn't. Like actually this from- morning, I did send a message this morning. I sent a message to Michelle Persichetti, who we've had on the podcast before, if you guys remember. I texted her. I was just 
like reading this morning and she popped in my mind. And so I texted her and I said, I'm just thinking of you. You don't even have to respond to this, just sending you love. And then I just sent a little like kissy emoji. And I thought like, if I had been on the receiving end of that, that would have made me smile, you know, even just like that. I loved that I prompted, I'm going to toot my own horn for a second. I love that I prompted, you don't even have to respond to this because I think sometimes this is something else we've talked about on here. When you get a text, if you're busy, when that text comes through, it couldn't be, it could be like, oh, this is one more thing I have to do or respond to. And so I wanted to let her know, like, you don't even have to respond, just sending love, like, you know, and I think that's a nice gesture too, just to okay, wait. stop a text. You saying that makes me think about something. Okay, what? Okay, so I feel like sometimes when we're not operating in a healthy space, sometimes do we want the response? Like we say something because we want to feel connected or we want the response. So I like that you did that. And I like the challenge for the reason of I'm doing this because I want to just tell you something. I do not want anything in return. You know what I mean? Like when when I say like, I love you to Justin, I mean, I want him to say it back. If I'm just like, I love you. And he's like, "Mm." (laughs) I would be like, "Uh, I'm waiting for my, I love you back, you know? And so I wonder if sometimes I go into things, not like consciously, but just like sort of expecting, oh, thanks or whatever. I like what you said, kind of like, this ha- this does not need a response. I'm just giving this to you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like, I just, it didn't need to be a whole conversation. Just wanted you to know yeah, I was thinking. Sweet. Have a good day. Um, and so I always think it's so important. Maybe we've talked about this on here before, but like if someone pops in your head, just like shoot a message over like that, mm-hmm. to, you know, just let them know you're thinking life is short. You never know. Like mm-hmm. anyway, so I guess I, maybe I did better with it than I thought I did. I just didn't send, I didn't mail out any notes. And I guess that was my original thought is that I would do that. And I didn't do much of that at all, but. Well, you utilize the technology that we have at our fingertips. So yes, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. okay. What are we going to do for April? So for April. Um, yeah. Drum roll. I think. What do you think? Like, should what the weather's getting nicer? Maybe we can all practice getting outside a little more, or it could be done inside. But like, should we go with the move your body thirty minutes a day one? Yeah, move your body thirty minutes a day. I like it. It it can be, it can be walking. It can be yoga. It can be biking. It could be inside. It could be outside. It could be upside down in a car in a train. Now I'm giving Dr. Seuss, but seriously, you could do it any (laughs) any way. Um, But maybe you could combine the 30 minutes a day with the D-Minder app and see what you can get outside. I don't know. Just an idea. Um, Yeah, getting that sunshine. Let's do it. it. And um, so Christy and I were talking earlier. We are going to do like an informal half marathon in Columbus and this will be the second year and it's just kind of a, a fun thing more so just for women to get together. We do it early in the morning, but we're going to do that on June 3rd. And so that's about nine weeks away. So if you need a goal and you are kind of just wondering what you, you know, just needing some inspiration, that's nine weeks away. What we did last year was we kind of worked our way up. So if it was, 
how do I explain this? Like every week you add on another mile until you get to 12 miles. If you need to train like that. For most people that are working out consistently, I definitely would get some like longer walks in for sure, but you'll probably be fine doing that distance. Um, but I, I did a long walk every weekend, um, leading so, up. To- so to back up, it's a half marathon, but it's walking, right? Walking, Yeah. And what time did you start last year? We started at 6am. It was a sunrise walk. And what time? Um, oh, what, what time do we end? Ooh, it probably yeah. took us, I don't know, between three and four hours. It went so fast. Like oh, you we were you- just talking and walking and it was so great. And everybody that did it and some people, so we did a loop that was four loops around. So it was like three point whatever, four loops or 3.4 miles each loop. So some people only did, you know, a part of it or half of it. If they had obligations that day, I'm telling you for whatever reason, it was just so nice to move our bodies with women. And it wasn't a race. It wasn't crazy, but, um, it was a goal that we had and I hadn't walked that far in forever. And it was just so nice to do that. That's so fun. And so we're inviting everyone on the podcast, right? Like, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and it's going to be like, I, I mean, did, did you do it at your neighborhood or where did you do it last we year? We did it in Rachel's neighborhood because, and it was actually the neighborhood I grew up in. So I, we knew the route, but it just was so perfect. Cause you go by, um, we have like a body of water called Hoover. So you go by Hoover. It's like a pretty walk and it's nice. And, yeah. um, okay. It was great. And yes, if you're local, come, if you're not local, just do it with us that morning, virtually grab some girlfriends, do your own walk and just join us. We thought I it love was that. a fun thing to, to have a goal. It's kind of like guys go golfing all the time for four hours. Yes. Like this is our, yes. this is our golf. I love that. Can yeah. I spend the night the night before? Yeah. Yeah. No, you do not want to travel in that morning. That would be no. terrible. But was it, was it light out last year when you started it? It was. Yeah. Oh. Well, so I dropped all the water. It was by the, t- uh, yeah, it was lightish. We dropped water off and we had, we had water stops for everybody. It was, you know, it was nice. Okay. Let's do it. But, uh, Can Justin but make for- for us? <laughs> yeah. What's happening over there? <laughs> Christy's adjusting her bra on via Zoom. Um, so that is a goal to work towards. So if you're kind of coming out of a, the winter slump, start walking. Do yeah, walk. 30 minutes. Do something. It's so, so good. All right. Challenge on. I'm going to really stick with it this time. I actually had not exercised or moved my body for like the last three or four months, which is the longest I've ever gone since I can remember, but I have exercised every day this week in some form. And last night, Seth was like, just out of the blue, he was like, I think you're a happier person when you exercise. <laughs> like, Yes, I totally am. Like it makes such a difference for me. And I know we've talked about that on here before, but oh my gosh, I need those endorphins. I just need them. Yeah. So- that they are, they are needed. That's for sure. So are you waking up in the morning typically, or do you just kind of have to fit it in whenever? Kind of have to fit it in. I would like to do it in the morning, but I'm do I'm fasting again regularly. And so 
When I'm fasting, I like to work out right before my fast ends because if I work out at 5 or 6 a.m. and then I'm fasting until 1 p.m., I become a monster if I can't eat that that whole time and I'm starving. So I like to work out at the very end of my fast and then I can eat right after. Nice. Um, It just kind of depends. I'm in Zeke's room and he... um... He just came in. I think he needs something from his room. Um, anyways, so that's funny you said that because I've, I don't know, this year for the most part, I would be, I don't even know if I would call it like, I mean, I guess I was fasting, but till about noon most days. And then a month ago, I realized that I started to feel really hungry and I, and most days I do work out in the morning. So then I just started eating because I was trying to just go with what my body was telling me. Then I follow this girl on Instagram and her name's organic Olivia. She's kind of an herbalist, like super cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was posting right recently about she does different tweaks with her body and she just shares what she's learning. And she was talking about getting 30 grams of protein every single morning to start. So now I feel like I'm like going on a completely different kick and I'm going to start trying that instead of fasting. Okay. I'm going to try to like, after I work out, get 30 grams of protein in. Um, mm-hmm. I also need to increase like using weights. Cause that's not my favorite thing, but I'm going to try to do that. Yeah. Um, and see how I feel. Okay. Well, you'll have to report back for sure. Yeah, I think like some of it and we, this could be a whole other podcast, but I think some of it is just my body's kind of changing, um, you know, as you get older and stuff. And I just feel like it's time to tweak and see how I feel. And I want to give it like, this will be kind of like an addition to the 30 day challenge. I'm going to try to do that. But I also have to plan. You have to plan that out. Like 30 grams of fruit. I feel like I have to. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, are you going to use a powder or how are you going to get those I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a plant powder to just have on hand. But I'm going to try to do like avocado eggs, you know, like a yeah. food. The I just the just ingredients protein powder is new to me okay. this month. I ordered it. Okay. I love it. It's very good. And what it has flavor? 25 grams per scoop. So oh. that would get you there. If oh yeah. In. Okay. I mean, I'm not like going to be too crazy about it being 30. Exactly. That's just kind of what she said. And I trust yeah. her because I feel like she's like the most researched human, but, um, what did you get a, a flavor that you like? I got chocolate and, okay. and I posted about it on Instagram and then a bunch of people messaged me and said the snickerdoodle was really good. So I may try that next, but I do, Ruby and I are both really enjoying the chocolate and it's very, it's just ingredients brand. And so it's a very clean brand. It does have pea protein in it, which I don't love, but it's better than some of the other junkier kinds. So I might've gotten um, that one. I mean, whatever, whatever one I was using had pea protein and I had the chocolate one and it was really good. I'll have to look back. That was last summer. And then I got off the kick, but my second question really quick is, do you make smoothies with it or what do you do with yours? I, you can, um, I, I just blend it with raw milk and a little bit of coffee and okay. a scoop of that. And I blend it up and I just drink it cold. Like, Yum. but you could make a smoothie out of it for sure. It'd be delicious. This is going to okay. kick us off. We have like know. a minute. Okay. Wait, really quick on the smoothie train. I had something when I was in Florida and it was like the best smoothie ever. I was at a smoothie bar. It was coconut milk, coconut water, pineapple, 
and a white plant-based, white, a vanilla plant-based protein. And it tasted like a virgin pina colada. And it was- Yeah, I was just going to say that sounds like amazing. Yeah, so I'm going to try to recreate that. But yeah, we're going to get kicked off. Um, April challenge, join us for walking, move that body. And then come meet us in June and hang out with us and walk with us. Yay. Okay. Okay. Bye.